Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time to kick off with Dirt and Sprague. Matt LaFleur urges on his home crowd. Hugs everywhere on that Green Bay sideline. And the Packers are going to the playoffs. And maybe even ahead of schedule. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at WarrenAllen.com. Wild Card Week with Dirt and Sprague on 1080. It means everything. You know, this is the opportunity that we work for. The fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Happy Monday, everybody. What is happening? Good morning, you sweet little prince. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> everybody have a good weekend. Our Buffalo Bills. Damn right, our Buffalo ah. Bills won. Our Chicago Bears didn't get it done, but our Buffalo Bills did, and that's all that matters. Those were your Chicago Bears. I wanted nothing to do with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they, I have, I do not feel the same way about fields that you felt. They covered a teaser bet. That's all I needed. <laughs> Sign up long-term franchise quarterback. He covered a 10-point teaser. Way to go, Fields. Was that a Was that a good, okay, or overrated game last night on Sunday Night Football? Ooh. I'm going to give you good. It was good. I'm going to give it you good. It was good, right? Yeah. I don't think it was overrated. It was it could there could have been more points scored. That was the only, I guess, criticism I would have of it. But crazy plays, wild turnovers, dumb mistakes. Yes. Like it had all of those. A Mo- punt return. Punt return for a <laughs> yeah. touchdown that totally changed the the feeling of the game. Could have gone either way. Like it felt like Miami was in complete control. So you had kind of a roller coaster. I think that was a really good game. You know, Deontay Henry, who returned that punt return for Buffalo, that netted him 250K. That's there was amazing. a lot of that going on around the league. I know. And, I I kind of like the yeah, incentive this, this sack for five hundred grand or that touchdown for a million dollar bonus. Yeah, yeah, these guys yeah. are all aware of it. Clowney had a great celebration. I think that was Saturday afternoon for the Ravens. He had a sack and was like dancing around. He just made like seven hundred fifty k. Did you see the end of the Chiefs game? They didn't. He didn't really need to be playing, but Chris Jones needed one sack, and he got one and a half million. He got it. He got it, yeah. And he ran to the sideline, and the whole bench <laughs> knew that he had gotten that bonus and, like, started pushing him around and high-fiving. Those are the best ones when you know, like, the entire team in locker room is aware of it, and you get the celebration. Like, how cool would that be on the radio show? Like, you, you do a segment properly on the clock. You get a little bonus on top of it. So the second you go to break on the on the clock on the dot, then you can see like in the YouTube feed we're like high fiving yeah. each other. Yeah, we did it. You get a fifty cent bonus. You or damn something. right we do, man. Making <laughs> wages over here. You're gonna lead me into territory. Nope. You told me not Don't. to go. No. Nope. Stop. It would be funny though if, if like of all the ways, because you know swag. You hear swag talk about this on the show. You hear Swag talk about it even more behind the show, and then you hear our boss talk about it. It would be funny that instead in radio of giving you uh, like rating success bonuses, yeah. if you cared so much about the clock, you'd give me a bonus on being on the clock. That's what I'm saying. That would be a way to get us to focus. The clock would be amazing. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Just even if it was like an extra 20 bucks every time you properly oh. executed a segment, we would never have a segment where we went over. Every segment, 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good little deal. That would be perfect. I bet you would be a perfect show. I think it would. 12, break. I don't care if I'm in the middle of something. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to slowly push yeah. the microphone away from me, and we're just going to go to commercial break. Damian Lillard's on the line. Oh, got to go. We just do it. Uh... Sorry, Dame. We got to hang up on you. We got to go to commercial break. We just do the old Colin Coward where he's like, and I'll tell you one more. C- 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 
Colin, C- Colin here. Just cuts the show off, goes to a commercial with Colin Coward, who always seemingly repeats himself. And we just play a cha-ching sound right as we go to break. Cha-ching. What is that, by the way? Is that a bad edit? No, that is because his show, the way that the satellite works, they go from the TV feed to there's a separate commercials so on radio. Back so on it's a technical okay. thing that has never been Colin, solved. Colin. It's like, Colin, Colin. Yes. I'm going to try that one next time I do a spot. <laughs> dirt, dirt. Here. <laughs> the double up. Andy, Andy. <laughs> double up dirt. Uh, no, I, I do think it was a good game. And it was nice to end the regular season with something like that on the line. Yes, it was. A division, playoff seating, positioning. And the scriptwriters, I think, got it right. <laughs> they absolutely did. Buffalo had what almost everybody, including this stupid radio show, at one point or another during the season deemed a not good year. Mm-hmm. They're now the two seed in the AFC. They won five in a row, AFC West, or East, excuse me, for the fourth year in a row. Uh, Miami, kind of the darling of the National Football League. Oh, look at the offense. Oh, Tua's re- he's turned his career around. Oh, how about Tyreek Hill? Punt, 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 punt. That's the second half of the Miami Dolphins offense. Not good, Bob. With the division online. Look at the script writers. The script writers got us Mike McCarthy against Green Bay. Yep. Tyreek Hill's return to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Cleveland against Houston in the Deshaun. We didn't want him Watson sweepstakes. Uh, what else did we You're get? missing the biggest one of all. I am I missing think. the biggest Matthew one. Matthew Stafford oh, going yeah, Stafford back to going. Detroit. Yeah. Thank you. That's your ball game. The right script there. writers really nailed it. Packers, this year. Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, that. he got that one because he got McCarthy going yeah. against his old team. I they they nailed it. I will also say, look, I gambled on the Bills, so I was rooting hard for Buffalo last night. I thought the bet was dead, and then they totally redeemed themselves, and I appreciate that. Oh, hold on, can I interrupt you? Yeah, fire away. I have. Uh, <laughs> you had a funny text yesterday, and I responded, "I gambled on the Patriots. Your life could be worse." <laughs> I chose the Jags, even though I knew New England was probably going to lose that game as I watched it unfold in front of me. I never at any point except about the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter tell myself I've lost my bet. Oh, you don't give up hope. I mean, I, I in real time react like everybody else, like, God, this team sucks. But, like, I always hold out that hope that football might football. <laughs> Something crazy <laughs> will happen. And the one thing that you had as a Bills backer was it wasn't like Miami was up 28 points. No, they just, the Bills just couldn't stop doing dumb turnovers. <laughs> right. They'd get inside the 10-yard line and throw a pick, or then Allen would just randomly fumble. Like, what are we doing? Stop turning the football over. Right. And then he at least redeemed himself. But I will say I was also rooting for them because I would have been kind of bummed having to watch the same game two two weeks in a row. Like, that would have been a little weird. Like, if Miami would have won last night, Buffalo would have just stayed in Miami, and we would have watched the same game. Yeah. And, I like, I, that was a fun game. I it wouldn't have been excited game. for it. I wanted new matchups. Yeah, and getting too. Miami going to Kansas City is way better. Buffalo gets to host Pittsburgh, so I get a snow football game in Buffalo that they're probably not going to lose. Yeah, or, or but Pittsburgh's weird, and sometimes you go, Pittsburgh's winning this game? How? <laughs> Their defense is legit. I know that. Tomlin just doesn't lose. And the Bills almost lost to Skylar Thompson at home in the wild card round last year. So I should, you know, bite my tongue. But I'm excited that those were the matchups. I don't like when we get the, like, repeat. We just saw the – I just watched this game six days ago. I don't want to watch it again. Well, my gambling producer said this because I didn't – I didn't. Um, I don't know why, but I had kind of, like, overlooked the idea that if Buffalo lost, they'd just stay in Miami. <laughs> to be the seventh seed or whatever, or the sixth seed. And he, he asked me in the last time that that had happened – and I, I couldn't rack my brain of any scenario. Uh, he, I think one, one example he gave me, because he's a Jets fan, mm-hmm. he said the Jets and Bengals did this years ago. They played in the last game of the regular season. I think the Jets had to win or whatever it was, and then they played in the wild card weekend, <laughs> and the Jets ended up beating Cincinnati. I think that was one of those Dalton years. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't think of another example outside of his own team, and I can't either. You say no. you don't want to see it happen. I Have we seen it happen? I don't know, but that's part of the reason I don't want to see it happen. I just think that's hard to play the team two weeks in a row. It's hard enough to play a team twice in one season, and then if you face them again a third time in the playoffs. But, to, I mean, that becomes like a baseball series. Like, all right, game one's over. Time for game two. Right. Like, football's not supposed to be that way. It's really hard to beat a team twice in a season, let alone back-to-back weeks. So then you have that dynamic on top of it. And I just think the storylines are better. Like, I didn't want to see – I'm excited to watch Kansas City's run this year because this is the first time they've looked – 
vulnerable, if you will, like in a Mahomes season where they're eventually going to probably have to go on the road. And I didn't want them to get Pittsburgh right out of the gate. Not that they couldn't lose to Pittsburgh. We just went over that. They got a good defense. I wanted them to get a better matchup. And I think Miami, Kansas City, it's a great way to start the wild card playoffs. So then the underlying theme of that game is the first ever stream only game. Yeah, Peacock. They're on the Peacock. The Cock Network. So is there going to be a revelation about how many people actually watch that game? Or is there going to be monumental bitching and moaning about an audience looking for it and not? being able to the find ladder. it. So, okay. The ladder. But I I have a I have a question. I'm curious at this point. I I mean sure. we are now we've had streaming services long enough. There's enough sporting events that have been on it. Now this is the biggest stage for a stream only event, I would argue, in American sports. Without a doubt. Yeah, but Prime Video had an increase in viewership despite exactly. all the crappy games we got with Michaels and Herbie. I I don't know, man. It's 2024. I just find myself, it's hard for me to believe that a lot of America this weekend is going to go, well, where's the game? I can't find the game. Like, they're going to talk about this all week in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're on the Peacock. Hey, we're on the The internet has Selena Gomez leaning into Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes last night. And everybody's response was, that's Selena telling Taylor she can only watch Travis Kelsey on the Peacock <laughs> Network. I mean, somebody had a great tweet saying this is this is brilliance by the NFL. How do you grow Peacock? You put the Kansas City Chiefs on. Yeah. And you make the Swifties buy Peacock. Oh, they're was, all going to buy it. They're it all going to buy it. It was either that one or the Cowboys-Packers <laughs> game. One of those two like was going on. You throw Browns-Texans on Peacock? Yeah, you're not getting a lot of no, new subscribers. Exactly. Can, I, can I respond with what I think the Peacock game should have been versus what it is? I am dumbfounded. Outside of you saying, the city. I'm dumbfounded why Bucks Eagles is Monday night football standalone. Yeah, that game sucks. You need to switch the Peacock game and the Monday night game because if there's a game I don't want to find, it's Eagles Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, if there's like the I think the two games that I'm least excited for, it's a two-way tie. Oh. Between Do You have two games you're not excited for. I mean, for? I'm going to watch all. I only of them. have one I don't like. I'm very excited and for it's all that of that game. That's that one is definitely in the mix and then I maybe I'm discounting them too much. I have gambled on them a few times late in the year. They're playing better football. I will grant you all of that. I just have a hard time seeing Pittsburgh going into Buffalo and winning, and so that one's that one's a tie with me with Philly and uh, with uh, Philly. And I think Tampa. you're hoping for some weather, a snow game yeah. to kind of make Low scoring, it interesting. Ugly. There. Could happen. Buffalo is very capable of being a dumb team, though. They're a ten Pittsburgh. point favorite. That's a double right. digit spread. I, I know, I know, but. How confident are you going to be laying those points against Mike Tomlin? Not that confident. I already jumped on a bet last night. Really? I did. Oh, quick trigger bet. Boop, boop, boop. Which one was it? Packers were catching seven and a half. It was seven. At seven. Is a big number. I waited and I looked last night. I was scrolling through some stuff. It was up to seven and a half. And I thought, dude, you're giving me a touchdown and I like give me that plus hook. a touchdown. I'm taking give that. Give me hook. that hook all over it. They played pretty well against Chicago. They did. My Bears were a playoff contending team late in the season, <laughs> wow. and they dominated them. I mean, that was an impressive win. Fields was not good. Hey, what are you talking about? Efficient? No turnovers? How many yards? It doesn't matter. 110. Like a, completed Yikes. 70% of his passes? What do you Yikes. want from him, okay? <laughs> his coach sucks. Not all on him. You're not wrong there. <laughs> Probably going to fire him. We got a Black Monday here. Black Monday. We're off and rolling there, too. We've got a natty. We've got the playoff matchups to dive into. Some games that hey, we the haven't Blazers talked about on the road. We will not. I don't have Blazers on my show sheet. Nobody okay. cares. Nobody cares. It's a 12 o'clock. Tip. I don't Congrats even know. Congrats on not losing by 30. I appreciate you not losing by 30. Uh, that's great. Yes, there we, go. Good the, one. Hit 20 of 38 threes. The Nets are awful. Blind squirrels find nuts once a month, and the Blazers are that way. They're going to have go. one game a month where they get hot and they yeah. blow somebody out, and they need to score 140 points to win a game. We got two guests on the national championship game, and so, of course, we will dive into that. So it's a loaded show. There's a lot to get to. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out. Let's get it going on this Monday. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back in 617. I'm Portland Sports Leader. Good morning. Happy Monday. We have a lot of football to get to today. We've got two guests. We've got a back-to-back ticker stop, a half hour of the national championship. Sure glad we play that game on a Monday night. Well done, college football. <laughs> yeah, why play on a Saturday, right? Well, you know, because the sport's not played on Saturdays in the regular season. We always play it on Monday night, so you got to keep the tra- traditions alive. Danny O'Neill, who uh, co-hosts the Who Say... Wait, what is it? It's the uh, Say Who Say, say Pod, who say pod uh, with our good buddy Christian Capel. Uh, he's going to join us at 7.30 for the Washington side. And then Clay- uh, Clayton Safey, who covers Michigan, is going to join us at 7.45. So we will have a thorough dive in to tonight's national championship game. I just saw our buddy Josh Pate admit that he had a dream with Kalen DeBoer in it. <laughs> and so now he's wondering if he should change his national championship game pick. Oh, did he pick against the Huskies again? Yes, he did. He had picked against both teams all season. He has not picked Michigan or Washington to win a game because he only picks big games, obviously. Uh, and so he had to he had to break that streak for one of them. Uh, Conley's SP Plus model has this game as a double digit win for Michigan. Holy hell! Yeah, it's thirty three and a half to twenty one and like point two. Have you fools not learned your lesson yet? Well, we can t- we'll talk about it. We have a lot to talk about and where we ultimately land today, the day of the game itself. Dirt, I love that you kind of leaned into the situation and you wore your, your team sweatshirt today. I don't know what you're talking about. It's basketball season, big sweep in the Washington <laughs> State hey, over the weekend. How about that? Huh? Suck it, Cougs! Yeah! You like that? Take that L! We took two of them. We got swept. <laughs> Washington hasn't beaten Oregon in a sporting event in 2024, so I don't know what you're talking about, man. Quit looking in the past. Ah. There's a reason your car has a windshield. Stop looking through the rearview mirror. Oregon State's competitive, though, Sprague. <laughs> I love being competitive and losing. It's how fun. Ba- how bad was the Husky game? Was it? Did no, it get ugly? They hung not with bad. the Huskies. Right, yeah, but no. the Huskies had not won a conference game yet. Yeah, they were rolling through. That's <clears throat> because well, they played the mighty Oregon Ducks. You know, that's one of the reasons. We're on to Seattle. <laughs> Uh, week 18. Boom. It's got to be the most confusing. How do I feel about this game and this matchup? What were we ultimately rooting for yesterday? Let's try to remove Sprague in line, okay? We, we've done enough talk about our gambling. What were we rooting for yesterday? Ironically, I ended up rooting against one of the teams that I bet on. They're so stupid. I wanted them to lose. And I was so mad at myself for gambling on the game that I was okay with the outcome. Like, suck at Jacksonville. What are we doing? That was, a, that was an embarrassing performance. Division title on the line. Playoff spot on the line. Defensively, you can't get a stop. You get torched by Ryan Tannehill. I know Henry went off, too. But like, what are we doing, man? Like, your season is on the line. And they were embarrassing. Trevor Lawrence is missing open guys. Banking a terrible throw on fourth down with a chance to extend the game in a one-possession spot. Give the guy a chance to like, catch the ball. I, I ended up that. So I actually went opposite. I gambled on Jacksonville, mm. and I got so angry during that game. I just thought, you know what? Screw them. I'm rooting. That was one of the things I was rooting for. Uh, Swag, anything you were rooting for yesterday in old Week 18 NFL football? I was rooting for Buffalo. I was glad they uh, uh, got that. Why were you rooting for Buffalo? Miami also is a story of failure, largely since the 70s. (laughs) So why were you rooting? Why did you find yourself rooting for Buffalo? I think everything that they've put into it, I think... That team has tried to do it. I think the way, there haven't been knee-jerk reactions. They've tried to build it up from they gave Josh Allen lots of time. Nobody's like after one season or one game, they're freaking out or anything. Um, they've had some attrition over the years, certainly, and they're not a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination, but there is enough talent and enough experience on that roster to not start the season the way they had. So... And I think that they can, 
you know, if you want a different team in there, if you're looking for somebody that can give the Ravens a game, the Chiefs a game, they're certainly a team that that has the potential to do that. I think the playoffs will be better with them in it than if they weren't. See, I, I totally agree with that. I like that take. Like, having them in it, it's good. It's great because if, I mean, you don't want to see, I don't want to watch Bills fans be heartbroken. They've been heartbroken enough in their lives. Yeah. But the idea that they could win the AFC or lose to get Pittsburgh, like, I think both those scenarios are real. <laughs> yeah. I really do. It's and the beauty and, of the NFL playoffs. Yeah, and I give them a lot of credit. I was wondering yesterday, when you win the division title on the road and solidify a playoff spot, did their coach get in that locker room, bring everybody together and say, <laughs> this is Al-Qaeda. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? This is what I was talking about. I think he did. They're undefeated since the terrorist comment leaked. Sometimes you need uh, controversy to bring your locker room together. That's the controversy like they need. supporting huh? Al-Qaeda and being pro-9-11, and it brought the Buffalo Bills together. And they're, they're now circling the wagons like never before. I uh, I thought I nailed Zigger Zag. I think that about myself every week. But I thought it was especially <laughs> really good because what was one of the big takeaways from that Sunday night football game? Go read the internet and just type Tua. And you, you, you yourself try to sort out if you think Miami Dolphin fans are ready to give him a contract extension. Yeah, the tough part there is that I feel like how many fan bases are in that spot? Like just year, week in and week More out, you're in your league. Well, I would say ninety percent of the league. I'd say the only fan bases that aren't. I mean, how many would you say aren't there? Like, don't question or even doubt their guy. We have a franchise quarterback. Zero concerns whatsoever. Yeah, Philly's interesting. Philly is like conflicted now. Are we blaming Sirianni? Is this Jalen Hurts' fault? I don't know what that performance <laughs> was against the Giants. I mean, that was one of the things I was actually was rooting awful. for too. I was rooting for the Giants. <laughs> I in thought that, that game. was hilarious. I was rooting too for the Giants. The I Eagles thought... were stupid for playing everybody. Like. They have been mentally ground down over the last month. A brutal schedule. They haven't been playing good. Give your team a bye. You had nothing to play. I mean, the Cowboys are not losing to Washington. We know it's not going to happen. Like I just, I would have rather seen them give everybody a rest. And now AJ Brown goes down, and Jalen Hurts' fingers pointing in like thirteen different directions. Congratulations, Philly. Well done. Let's see what you do on the road. I would say Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. I mean, I, I think there's even Charger fans that question Herbert. Like, how many other fan bases are sold on their guy? Well, Charger fans aren't real. No, they don't um, exist. Most of them are in the state of Oregon. But Cincinnati probably thinks they have two now <laughs> because, you know, Jake Browning's now one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the National Football League, according to Jake Browning. <laughs> and he's ba- better than Bailey Zappi. I'll he, give him that. Hell of a lot better than <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Better than Trevor Seaman. Trevor Seaman had a rough day, too. Trevor yeah, Seaman did. beat my team. What do you mean? Well, I don't know if he really beat your team. He was on a team that beat your team. He's getting the Jimmy G treatment here today. He gets the win, <laughs> so the let's, let's throw him Having fun in the snow up there. God. I thought that was perfect for them to win that game, and then I'm like, okay, well, they're just not going to do anything against the Jets, are they? Didn't win one for the Gipper. That was not the mentality in New England. A lot of wins yesterday and a lot of, like, moral losses, too. You know, just real defeating, like, ah, damn it. There was a handful of those. Like, I, I would jokingly support Justin Fields. Uh, not jokingly. I, I actually really like him, and I'm rooting for him to succeed. That was a tough one for Chicago. That was brutal. Like, you go from Aaron Rodgers dominating you for however many years it was, Favre dominating you for however many years it was, to the I'm your daddy quote last year, you finally get a change of quarterback, Jordan Love is in, you're hopeful going into the season with Justin Fields, he's the dark horse MVP candidate, oopsies, a lot of, a lot of bets lost on that one, And but at least you have a glimmer of hope, like Green Bay finally doesn't have a franchise quarterback, finally there's an opportunity to win the division, and there goes Green Bay, I know they didn't win the division, but they beat Chicago twice, and their season, and you had a chance to knock them out of the playoffs, and you still couldn't do it, and now it's like, hello darkness, my old friend. This is my future for the next 10 years. I uh, I was texting with some people yesterday, and I have a question to ask you because I could not answer it. I don't know what you do to fix Jacksonville, who, by the way, <sighs> they moved to 8-3 and three at one point this year. They their did. percentage chances to win their division was 99%. <laughs> and they finished 1-5, and, and that win came from C.J. Beathard, not from Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the draft. Yes. Lawrence had one pick that definitely wasn't his fault from Evan Ingram. Other than that, he was atrocious. He had Calvin Ridley deep late. Yep. Could have separated everything, and he overthrew him. Fourth down, fourth and two, he overthrows his receiver by 10 yards. If you watch the replay where they show the Jags' sidelines, 
There is a lineman who puts his hand on his head and you just read his lips like, what are we doing? And I don't know what the fix is in Jacksonville or if you just chuck it up and say, well, they just lost some momentum. That's all it is. And then you run this thing back. I'm not the biggest Peterson guy. Mm -hmm. And I, I totally think it's fair given we've seen careers morph. I, I'm not confident Trevor Lawrence is coming back and going to show that he's top blank quarterback in the National Football League. He ended on such a high last year. Man, a dud of an end to a year for him. Really was after building, I mean, going from the worst team in the NFL, a one-win team, to winning the division a year ago. It felt like things were set up for you to go on a bit of a run here. Like, you got your young quarterback, rookie contract, they added Calvin Ridley. It felt like all the momentum was going in the right direction, and they just tailspun at the end of the season. That's a really complicated question. I, I think with a third-year quarterback, you're going to give him time. There's no knee-jerk reactions that need to take place there. Defensively, they were not very good this year. And the other reality that we do need to point out is that he was very banged up late in the season. You mentioned he missed a game and beat Hart, beat the, the Panthers a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever that was. But he was out, he got hurt in the Cincinnati game. I can't remember if that was a knee or an ankle, whatever it was. He got the concussion. Like He was super banged up late in the year. So I think if you're a Jags fan, that's what you try and tell yourself. But last year, they were decent defensively. This year, they were bottom quarter of the league in a lot of different categories. And so you got to get better there. It takes a team. But no doubt, a very disappointing season and a really disappointing ending because that was a game where Tennessee had nothing to play for. Maybe their head coach's future. But outside of that, I mean, they're just playing for pride. And they they beat you up physically at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I want to get to a local story. We've got Black Monday to get to. I want to read one final stat. I want to know what your guys' thought is hearing this. This may be one of the most depressing things I've ever heard in my entire life involving the National Football League. Are you ready? Fire away. The Carolina Panthers didn't lead for a single second in the fourth quarter of any game the entire year. Their two wins came on field goals as time expired. They never actually led at any one point in the fourth quarter of any of their 18 games, 17 games. <laughs> that is the most depressing stat I've maybe ever heard in my life. And I watched two teams in my lifetime <laughs> Go well, 0 and 16. If I'm one of the uh, few season ticket holders there in Charlotte, that's good information to know because I'm leaving at the end of the third quarter. Just get out of there. I'm hey. beating some traffic. I am uh, getting home in time. <laughs> if it's the early game, yeah. I'm getting home in front of my TV for the afternoon games. How did you not accidentally that's, lead at one point? That's very valuable information <laughs> right there. Oh, at least the silver lining in all of that, though, you have that bad of a season, you get the number one overall pick. Oh. Oh, 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 wait. Oh. Could you imagine? Like, I don't know. We could, it's fun to debate what the Bears are going to do. Could you imagine? I, I, I don't, I don't think it's a debate. If Caleb Williams turns out to be th that the Caleb Williams that some thinks he will, like, right. I'm not there, but if he ends up being like an MVP kind of Hall of Fame player and you traded all of that for Bryce Young, that <laughs> might go down depending on what happens in the next two years of Bryce Young. Not very hopeful. That might go down as the worst trade in NFL history. Uh, here, Well, Russell Wilson trade still exists. Here is a hot take for you. Probably not a good idea to draft a 5-5 quarterback and then fire everybody around making that pick after one year. Yes, not good. Probably not a great situation. Uh, let's get to Black Monday. we got a local story. We'll dive into some of the playoff matchups, and then we'll, we'll dive headfirst into the national championship game. Dirt and Sprague back with more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We've got some non-sports stories to get to today. One local one coming up, but I want to, uh, it's Black Monday. By the way, very quickly, can I ask both of you guys, uh, I don't mean to get off on a tangent here. I know, that's why I give me the eyes like, oh, well, here you go. I digress. Uh, you've heard me bitch about the Coach of the Year award. I kind of want to bitch about the Comeback Player of the Year award, too. I These are two awards. I'm very I'm confused on how we gauge what these awards are. How is 4,000 yards and 28 touchdowns in a division title and starting every game of a 17-game season not more impressive than a quarterback who's played like five games for a team with a really good defense. <laughs> I've just I've been dumbfounded by this like Flacco's comeback player of the year thing versus yeah. Baker Mayfield, who was given up on by the Panthers, who he beat yesterday to win a third straight division for the franchise in Tampa and in one of the tougher spots, taking over Tom Brady. Yes, he did. I I don't really have a retort to that. As long as DeMar Hamlin doesn't win, I'm okay. Like, as long as it doesn't go to DeMar Hamlin, that's an unbelievable story. I love that we just have, we all have to say that. Like, yeah, obviously it's a great story. But I, come on. It it should, Baker Mayfield has a great candidacy. If you would have told me, though, at the start of the year that Joe Flacco would be hosting, or not hosting, but playing in the playoffs as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and you would be viewing the team that he's playing on as a dark horse, Probably would have slapped me in the face. And so I if you go either of those guys. What if I told I'm, you Baker goes to Tampa and they host a playoff game? I would say, what's their record? Because it's the NFC South, so I'm not really surprised by that. Because I think, what, did they win nine games this year? Did they get to ten like yesterday? How many did they win? Nine uh, and eight. Nine, nine and eight. And eight. Yeah. So it's like, ah, you know. But they were. I, I believe they were nine and eight last year with Brady, weren't they? they I barely, think they were below five hundred, or they were like eight, seven, and one. They yeah. had a weird year. It was one of those random things. I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from him. He has had an awesome season. I guess I wasn't one of the guys that gave up on Baker. Like I looked at his situation, the end of Cleveland, he was incredibly banged up. He then had to go on to play for bad teams. He actually kind of breathed some life into the Rams a little bit last year, late in the season, and so he had a moment. I just I hadn't given up on him because I think he's the guy. If you have enough around him, he, you can find a way to win and they did this year in Tampa I'm, I'm not you're splitting hairs though I think with Flacco or for Mayfield uh it is Black Monday in the National Football League we've got firings already Arthur Smith the first to be fired well not technically but the first in the off season of dealings to be fired obviously Carolina moved on from their head coach uh Atlanta fired Arthur Smith bye-bye another playoff less year uh they got absolutely destroyed by the Saints after going up 14 to 7 uh, he was caught basically telling Dennis Allen that's bull because the Saints were in victory formation, but they ran a play to get a guy a touchdown. <laughs> yes, they did. So they ran the score up. Jameis defended his coach and said it was all our fault. We chose we chose to do it. It wasn't coach's decision. Arthur Smith is gone. Ron Rivera is now gone. I woke up early this morning to wash dishes, and I turned on Good Morning Football. They went live to Bill Belichick, and he said something he never says. I'm under contract, which to me screams... I dare you to fire me. Yeah, go ahead. You want to pay me out? Go ahead. I'm not leaving. I, I got a lot of Leo, I'm not leaving energy from him. Mm-hmm. I don't think this season obviously went the way he wanted, but it also sounds like he's willing to give up GM status and just be the coach. And I don't know how New England fan feels about that. I listened to WEEI on the way in a little bit. They seemed very confused, but Belichick's presser this morning, he... he <laughs> He made a point to say, I'm under a contract. We don't know about Chicago yet Mm -hmm. with Eberflus. Uh, Other ones we're waiting for. I believe so far that is it. That's the updated list. Uh, It's not a huge one, but that's the updated list in the NFL. Not huge. You could get some more in the playoffs depending on how wildcard weekend goes. Like if Dallas loses, I wouldn't be surprised if Jura gets angry and makes a move there. Chicago's on the clock. Yeah, yeah, if Buffalo loses to Pittsburgh, right? Like maybe that's a move you make back-to-back disappointing postseason performances. So there could be a few more that join them. I'm I'm really glad that Arthur Smith got fired. Like, screw that guy. He's terrible. He's a terrible coach. He's... 
he's from a rich family. Like he's a nepotism kid. Like I want nothing to do with <laughs> Arthur Smith. What is wow. what is coming from a rich family have anything to do with football? Dude, that coaching? guy has been handed everything in his entire life. Okay, give me a break. He's got all the connections. Wow. His family like owns FedEx. He's worth yeah, billions of dollars. Yeah. Like get the hell out of here. <laughs> you got Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. You don't use any of them. You're an idiot. You're a terrible football coach. Don't go anywhere near my offense. I'm glad that he got fired. I've always liked Ron Rivera, but it was time. Like that thing had oh, played dude, itself out. He has. It's been ugly. good for a long time. No, it's been a long time. I think the thing with New England, if you're Bill, uh, he's he's taking the right stand. Like he's just not going to walk away. He's not going to say, "Here, take your money. I'm gone." They have the third overall pick too, and so I don't know what's going to happen. The first two picks, it goes Chicago and then Washington. Chicago may or may not take a quarterback if they trade the pick. Somebody there will take a quarterback. Washington will definitely take a quarterback. But you got a chance to get maybe the number three QB on the board, kind of start over. If I'm New England, I want a fresh start, and I would find a new home for Bill Belichick. I don't know where that is, uh, but he's taking the right stance, at least as of now. I think that's an easier thing said than done, though, right? If Belichick tells you, I'll just coach. You go get me a guy. We'll work together. They can, he can be the personnel person. I don't know if that's easy to say, okay, yeah. I'm moving on from you anyway. We sucked. Yeah, I would ask, who's your offensive coordinator, and do I trust you to cultivate successful offensive schemes around your new quarterback. Because that's been the black eye of his last couple of years. I'd argue there was a, a lot of black eyes even with Brady where you're like, offensively, they they got by because Brady was awesome and they'd find these little guys that yeah. nobody wanted. And they were elite defensively and but, so it was enough to make up for it. Yeah, so you didn't really focus on it as much. But I always wondered, like, pre-Randy Moss and post-Randy Moss, why did you not go get another Randy Moss? And Gronk is awesome, yeah. but... There was never that kind of next-level guy, right? It was yeah. always Welkers or Amendolas or Edelmans. And so we'll see what they do there. Uh, the Raiders, I think, are going to hire Pierce. It's the cheapest move for them, and they don't have money. <laughs> that sounds and like they, a Raiders they, move. They won with Pierce. They did. They yeah. like him over there. Freddie Kitchens worked out great. It's always good to hire the interim guy. Well, remember, what's his nuts? <laughs> we were hired Tim Tom uh, No, we were saying they should have hired Basaccia. Basaccia, yeah. <laughs> And then Green Bay special teams was kind of questionable this year. And then you find out he's coaching that year. And you go, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't overreact to like a five-game sample size. I uh, Is there a job that stands apart from all these others? By the way, I think Chicago's drafting a quarterback. And you say New England should just go QB, QB3. Well, who is QB3? It's a great question. Is it Jaden Daniels? Is it Michael Penix Jr.? Is it Who is it? I don't know I don't who know. it is at this point. Let's see. They might be screwed out I of think that. Chicago has the most... Uh, assets in terms if you want to come in and overhaul it if you're a coach or if you th if you like some of the pieces that are in place you have the ability to significantly strengthen the depth of your roster if you believe you can win with uh, fields and some of the guys that are there so I think there's the most to work with there I'm stunned if they'd bring that back I think it's all I mean I think they made their I said this on Friday I it is it's kind of organization malpractice if you're waiting on how he's going to play against Green Bay. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. No, you have to know what you're doing weeks and weeks ago when you track Carolina as the number one team and the number one pick. I, I will be stunned today if Chicago sticks with Eberflus and Fields. I yeah, will. I, I would still take the Charger job over any others despite the organizational incompetence and their financial situation, but it's because they, I think, other than all these other teams have answered the one question that's the hardest question to answer in the NFL. They have a franchise quarterback. Now, you can tell me you think Caleb Williams will turn into that, and that's why the Chicago job, if it opens up, would be better. And Swag's not wrong. they got a lot of capital to work with, ton of cap space. You're going to have a lot of draft picks. You can trade fields if you move on for him, probably for something and get another pick out of him. But it's not a guarantee that Caleb Williams is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Herbert has already proven that. And so you got to navigate the next couple of years. But the Chargers also have the number five overall pick, so that'll help. If you hit on that, you got a cheaper guy on a rookie contract. You can kind of rebuild from there. I think the Charger job is still the best one available. You think it's better than Washington? Absolutely, I do. Why do you say it like that? Because they have a franchise quarterback. Who's the commander's quarterback? Well, that's the thing. They have the second pick. Okay, so is you Drake May going to be better than Justin Herbert? I don't know, but he's going to have some targets. He, I'm not saying he won't. There. I think Drake, Drake May is better than Caleb Williams. I'm high on him, but it's also a complete roll of the dice if you're a head coach. And if that guy doesn't work out, you as a head coach, you're tied together at the hip. So if you take that job, let's say you're out, let's say Jim Harbaugh's out for the Charger job and the Washington job, and he chooses Washington, however that quarterback plays, that's how your job status will be decided in four years. I think the Charger job's done. That's why I'm not really counting it in my yeah. brain, because yeah. I think Harbaugh's gone. Yeah. I think if Michigan wins tonight, well, if Michigan wins or loses, I, I think it's kind of irrelevant. 
I think he's done tonight. I think he's going to the Chargers. I think that's a done deal. They just publicly can't do it because of the Rooney rule. Yeah, the quarterbacks after, by the way, I was just looking at the PFF draft board. It does go Jaden Daniels, three, Bo Nix, four, Michael Penix, five. So they those still are, have Bo above Penix, They huh? do. I don't know if this is an old article or not. Uh, I can't see. That's fine. This is from December 20th, so uh, no, before the playoff game at least. Not but an easy spot to be in. Those are the three guys you're choosing from. I did see people saying Herbert might get himself a nice receiver here with all these quarterbacks if they go bam, 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 and then Arizona's right there, and I'm like, Arizona's taking Marvin Harrison Jr. They definitely are. But you got the chance maybe to go get another guy. You Although do. drafting a first round wide receiver did not work out well for you they last need, year. They need Brock Bowers. <laughs> they need to take Bowers. I don't know if he's going to be there. Bowers when they pick. would be a great pick. Bowers for fits perfectly to what they're trying to do. We didn't pay attention to the Chargers much at the end, and we'll go here. But mm-hmm. I thought Johnston. He had obviously a pivotal drop in a big game. <laughs> I thought Johnston kind of had some stuff at the end of the year that maybe okay. build on. Remember Devonte Adams? Everybody forgets Devonte Adams. His first year or two in Green Bay. He had a little bit of the dropsies. He wasn't looked at as like this done, like Donald Driver was still there. And then he emerged eventually. Let these guys, you know, work it out a little bit and, I'm not ready to give up on Johnston yet, That's but true. I agree with Swag. I think Browers would be a great pick with Herbert. Hard to see him going before number five. Yeah. With how much teams need quarterbacks, yep. Arizona sounds like it's going to keep Murray and draft a wide receiver at four or move down. I guess you could do that as well. If Bowers is there, I'm with you. You take him. Uh, coming up next, local nightmare fuel. Next on The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we'll get to some playoff. I want to talk about the playoff matchups that we have, and then we'll dive fully into the championship game. Okay? We got a natty tonight. We do. Shout out Cliff Harris. <laughs> Nightmare fuel for me, and I'm assuming anybody else. Did you see the Alaska Airlines flight that had the door <laughs> ripped off on it? And they had to be diverted back to Portland. Did you see this story? I did see that. Now, was it a door or just like a random panel? Because I didn't think it was a door. I believe it's a panel with a door. Was it like the door over the wing? Like the emergency push that out and the slide falls out if you need it? I did not see the wing right directly under the area where it came (laughs) off, but I'm pretty confident saying it was a door. We're Alaska to the Bay Area this week. Thanks, guys. Well, that's it. I'm an Alaska card-carrying member. Yes, I, would, I am too. I will tell you that first and foremost. I also, this is my nightmare. Um, we had a listener on the flight. and we I had a listener on the flight? I almost boy. got him on the show because I, wa- <laughs> I had a lot of questions to ask, and so I saw them post on Instagram. And so I will not reveal the name because I did not ask for permission to share some of this publicly, right. so I will keep the name out of this. But he was on the flight, and he was sitting across the aisle that was there that got sucked out. I would be, I would wow. pee my pants in four seconds. In the video he posted, uh, or he reposted, the guy sitting in the row is still in his seat, and the area two seats to his left is gone. <laughs> he's sitting there, and he's just got a mask on, and you see like everything. Yep. And he's just sitting there. And so I, I naturally, I responded. I said, man, like, what was this like? This is my, this is a nightmare for yeah. me. And I don't like flying. He said it was insane. Everybody had nerves of steel on the flight. It was so quiet. All people kept thinking was just land, just land. I asked when it happened, said right when they reached altitude, it just, it just blew off. Just flew off. Flew off. I said, was anybody sitting in the seat? He said, No. We were told two people missed the flight. We're supposed to be sitting in those seats. What? Do you believe in divine wow. intervention? Because I do. Yeah, you think you go flying out of that? I mean, I mean, you're yes. you're you're yes. done Yeah, I think you're sucked right out. I think the guy that I saw <laughs> in the video, I believe I read that part of his shirt ripped off. It was so strong, and he was buckled in, and he was two seats to the right. Oh, my God. I would have an absolute heart attack if you're sitting that close. It would also be terrifying if you were further away from it, too, and you just hear, like, the sound and you hear the air coming into the plane. The oxygen mask comes down. You're trying to figure out what the hell happened. See, that's when you freak out. When the masks drop the mask yes, and drop. you hear that, whatever that. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear the motor outside the plane. Absolutely terrifying. There was a stat that somebody was trying to applaud a couple of days ago that I saw. 
I think it's been like everybody knock on wood simultaneously here. I think it's been legitimately like 15 years since we've had a commercial airline yeah. in the United States go down. And somebody had like the tweet graph of like 20, 2009, 2010, and all the years with a zero next to it. And I was thinking about that the other day. Of Does that make you feel confident or mm. does that make you feel like we're due? Yeah. And then this story happens where a door flies off. But kudos to everybody for being safe and landing the plane okay. Well, most plane crashes are from those little Cessnas, those tiny planes that yes. are manned yeah. by one person or there's three people or whatever and it's it's always heartbreaking to see those headlines They're horrible i am um i am very scared of flying yes and i have a theory on this and i'll i'll tell you my theory because we were t- i was talking about this with my brother-in-law who's also an alaska guy he's pro he's super pro alaska and i because me and my sister-in-law were we were in an event together and i was like i would be asking for like a half a million miles and she's like, I'd be asking for money. Oh, my arm hurts all of a sudden. <laughs> and as for a stake in the company. It doesn't sound like they handled this very well from a customer service standpoint. They oh. offered them $1,500 of trade, and that was kind of it. Mm, I need more than that. There's funny little tidbits that have trickled out. They found the door. It was in a backyard, wasn't it? It was in Cedar Hills. It was right in your area, <laughs> oh, Swag. Lord. The door landed in Cedar Hills just down the street from St. V's. <laughs> and they found a phone. That was fully intact, still operational, and what? opened was an Alaska message that said, no charge for your service back. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's phone went flying out of the plane. Somebody's phone got sucked out. I guess throughout when they were trying to land back, <laughs> uh, another thing that the, the person said is you could hear like napkins and little bags and like things were just being sucked out the whole time. That's terrifying. Because you're, you know, you're, you're going to land and whatnot. But this is uh, my theory on this. Whenever I hear of a plane crash, I think that means it's safest to fly now because everybody's on edge like, we can't have this happen to us. I think, and they've already you know specified with these Boeing 737 MAX 9s, I think it's a perfect time to fly. It's a good time. That's my theory. They pulled, there was a handful of them they had to pull, right? This, there was like the a few dream, of these out there. The Dreamliner, their newer ones? I'm not sure. I, I don't know what it's No, called. I will tell you as a Alaska card-carrying member... <laughs> One of my critiques is I don't think their planes are as nice as Delta's. Mm. I think Delta's the best airline. If I could do a credit card again, it'd probably be that. I don't disagree with that take. I love me some Alaska, but like I do feel like some of their planes are kind of old. And I had this theory weeks ago, told my brother-in-law, he poo-pooed it, and then the door <laughs> flew off. <laughs> now you're missing a door. Who was right? Yeah, I feel like the Alaska argument has always been the companion fare is solid. I'm not sure what Delta offers you. Probably something similar, but the companion fare is good. And then it was like the only way to get to Hawaii. That was the other selling point. And now the Hawaiian Airlines and the merger and all that stuff went down. So that argument is a little out. By the way, shout out. I was looking through the article. It was a, a teacher in Portland named Bob. That's who the plane or the, the door landed in his backyard. <laughs> There's some dude named Bob. You imagine hearing that. You're like out cooking dinner or whatever. Boom. Just in your backyard. What the hell was that? What well, happened at night? So you probably woke up in the morning, backyard. You're just an airplane door. And you like, definitely oh, hear no, that. You, you heard 100 wake up, and you, you are terrified. probably thought a car hit a tree in yes. your backyard or something. That how, has to be if that's such a falling loud from. And I mean, one, how heavy is that door? Two, falling <laughs> from what? Sixteen thousand. The listeners said they got to sixteen thousand yeah, when that, it happened. That's coming with Dude, some speed. You are so. Can you imagine if that He's goes through didn't your hit roof? The house how did that through? not hit a building? Or a house. Or a person walking. <laughs> just imagine you're just sleeping peacefully. It's a nice little Saturday night, or we're just laying in bed, and it just here comes a plane with door through your house. How did Steve die? <laughs> An airplane door just fell on him. Dude, it's those are terrifying. <laughs> I think about those sometimes because you'll hear those like crazy stories of like a tree falling over when you're driving on the highway and just like landing on top of your car as you're driving, of like what a terrible way to go. Yeah. Just wrong place, wrong time. Here comes a tree. If you're four seconds quicker, Five seconds slower, maybe you can stop or your pass. Like, that is just the worst luck possible. This would take the cake. A plain door landing on top of you while you sleep. I, I can't even try to pretend how I would be feeling on that flight having witnessed that. Dude, I would be. I'd be traumatized. So terrified. It's probably why when I said, hey, you want to come on Monday? Because I'd love to ask you some more. He didn't respond. <laughs> how long would it take you to fly again? I'd get back on. You would get back on? You know, I couldn't do it. I'm terrified of flying, dude. It's the quickest, most convenient way to do it. There's not a debate, and I don't want to do road trips. I'll, I'll go to Sun River next year for vacation. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> I'm going to drive out there, go play some golf. Uh, we've got another story non-sports related. I don't know if Dirt saw it or is going to get to it, 
Man, it had to make every guy in America feel really good about themselves. Do you know what I'm teasing? I have no clue what you're teasing. Oh, Bass Pro Shops. What happened to Bass Pro Shops? Oh, my God. Do I need to do that story, too? I didn't see that story. Do I need to Google Bass Pro Shop? What did I miss this weekend? Bass Pro Shop wiener is what I would Google. And I took would... their wiener out of a Bass Pro Shop? Swam in the salmon tank. Nice! And there's nothing there. As in yeah. genitalia or fish? I well, No, yeah. Both? Yes. Uh, there's fish. Empty pool? There's definitely a fish. I see fish. Yeah, there's a naked guy. Oh, there's not a lot there, is there? No. It made every guy in America smile that saw that story. Like, oh, at least it's not me. I'm not that guy. Not that guy. I mean, the water's got to be cold, though, right? Yes. It's got to be chilly. salmon in it. It's not heated. Uh, Loaded second hour. We start with the playoff matchups in the NFL, and then we'll get into the college football playoff national championship game, Washington-Michigan. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.